Alrighty. I think we're live. We are live. What's going on, everybody? How you doing? How are we feeling tonight? I'm feeling great. How are you? I'm doing good, man. I'm nice and cozy. Yeah, we're in this couch. We're talking on a podcast. Oh, yeah. It's going to be a good night. It's going to be a good night. The first ever worship production <laughs> podcast. This is so real. It's happening. It's a real thing. It's been in the works for not that long but long enough it was a quick dream it was it was it took off quick it did we're like a fighter jet yeah yeah and you know what the best thing about fighter jets is consistency oh shoot they always go up they always come down so let's keep going up with this thing and let's keep coming down (laughs) i love it i love it but anyway we're your hosts. My name is Tanner Patchett. I'm Quinn Crossley. And this is the Worship Production Podcast. Woo! Um, we just kind of wanted to create this first episode to share our mission, share a little bit about ourselves, um, and then maybe just kind of like chat for a little bit. Um, we want this podcast to be laid back, entertaining, and just fun for the audience, fun for us. Um, and honestly, just to have a good time, but Quinn, what exactly is our mission? Yeah, we, well, we just wanted to make this podcast with the mission to further our own understanding Mm -hmm. of the world of worship and production and the entire culture behind it. Yeah. Tanner, what we want to do is we want to, we want to do all that while entertaining and and helping you, the listener to understand this Mm -hmm. more as well. Just this world. We want to learn, grow our understanding and, and just go deeper in it yeah and that's really why we're here and why we started this is we both have um a joy for serving and working um we'll share a little bit more about ourselves in a minute um but we both work full-time in production uh we both also serve on production teams at our home church which is christian life assembly here in camp hill pennsylvania shout out shout out the church on the hill come on um so we just kind of love being in the world, being in the culture uh, behind that. And we just kind of wanted to make this to talk about it more, gain our own understanding, and then hopefully entertain you guys and allow you to learn from us or just learn about the culture from what we're talking about and what we're doing. So yeah, that's, yeah. that's our goal. It's so hype. It's so exciting that it we're is. finally doing this thing. <laughs> and and. I'm just excited to see how our knowledge grows and, and from one episode yeah. one to episode 100, like Ooh. what, what will that growth look like? You yeah. Know? So Tanner, who are you, man? Yeah. <laughs> I want to know uh, the, the backstory. <laughs> what's your, what's your experience? Who are you? All right. So my name is Tanner Patchett. Um, I am currently an AVL technician for a local production company and integration company now since COVID. Um, and we'll talk about it at some point in time, but I, um, I kind of oversee a lot of our, um, quote building and ordering and lots of different stuff like that on the office side. Um, but I am also humbly our L1, um, which has been a super cool opportunity. Uh, I've been able to run lighting and design lighting rigs for a lot of really cool, Concerts, I've gotten to do stuff right. with Andy Minio, um, no way. KB, uh, just a few. I'm blanking right now on some others, but some some really cool opportunities. Uh, very grateful 
awesome. for the opportunities that my company has provided. I forget if I shared. I think I did share that. Yeah, Spirit Sound Light, also based out of right here in Mechanicsburg, PA, which is right next or very close to the church. Um, but so I've been working with them since high school. I interned my senior year. Uh, I've known the owner of the company for a while. I ran Spot Op. That was kind of how I got into this whole thing was I was a spotlight operator for our Christmas dramas here. Yeah, and big, big productions. Hu- huge. Uh, lots of time, lots of effort goes into it, especially on the planning side. And now we have one of our pastors that, like, writes the entire script. It's actually insane. Right, um, yeah. But, yeah, so I started with, well, I guess technically back in middle school, I ran sound just about every Sunday for our youth group. Uh, or I guess it wasn't youth, but the youth, um, the youth service on Sunday mornings, um, and that's kind of where I grew my passion for the whole, uh, you know, sound and mixing mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and right when I started, we actually bought a Behringer X32, which, as you'll come to learn about me, I hate just about all Behringer products. <laughs> but back when we went from our analog board to that digital board, uh, it just fascinated me, and honestly. As much as I'm ashamed to say it, the X32 probably got me hooked um, and set my life on this course for really? production, which is kind of crazy to think about. Um, it's so poetic, s- really. It, re- it, it is. It is. Poetic justice on Behringer's End or something yeah. like that. Right. Um, but yeah, I've been involved in CLA and at church doing production stuff since I was in middle school. Uh, but that's how I met the owner of this company. Interned my senior year. They offered me a position. Uh, I've been working with them uh, since then, which was the summer of 2020. Um, so I am a 2020 high school graduate in the year of COVID, which was fantastic because I didn't have a senior year. It was great. Right. I mean, we had like part of it, but not having to do any work on the back half of the year and still graduating. Smooth sailing. Oh, Easy stuff. It was so smooth. It was fantastic. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they offered me a full-time position just recently, and now I'm working full-time with them. And Wow. It has... It's been a lot of fun. It's been a lot of fun. That's awesome. It's just like a, a really cool track of, you know, just a random serving opportunity at mm-hmm. one point that just led to your full-time position now. Yeah, and I and I feel so blessed because, you know, so many people that are my age, and I don't know if I said this, but I'm 20 years old. Um, most of them are probably in college or something, and lots, like, don't know exactly what they want to do or they have an idea, um, but they're not, like, certain on what they want to do. And I just feel blessed that God kind of like put this path right in my lap. Right. And he's like, hey, this is, here's this. And yeah. I was like, oh, this is awesome. And I love it. And yeah. I just pursued that ever since I was a kid. And yeah, very That's blessed. Um, other things about me though, and Quinn and I, <laughs> it is sagging <laughs> the mic. <laughs> the mic is slowly going it is, down. It is. I'm going to like be in my lap here in a second um, as I readjust a little bit. Um, Quinn and I both play musical instruments um but i mainly play guitar i'm an electric guitarist also mm-hmm. obviously play acoustic um i can play the keyboard i can play bass um not great at drums yeah not really i like i have the groove and i have rhythm i just my limbs don't know what to do when i get behind a drum kit it's really I've weird heard you sit there and play though you got you got the rhythm it's just when it comes to like with someone else like live live stuff yeah and that that's probably it like i i got the basic rhythm i could put together a pattern you know mm-hmm. throw some fills in but like the, honestly the main thing that confuses me with drumming is worship drumming mm-hmm. 
it's not like okay literally any rock song or punk rock song i can probably play it's just boom zoom katsum boom zoom and it's just mm-hmm. maybe that or that but faster it's like great easy boots but and like, cats yeah boots and cats but and that's how i learned to play drums with boots and cats right at the bwi airport at like four in the <laughs> no morning way. on the, my way back from a missions trip is when i learned to play drums i learned to play drums on garage band actually wow the boots and cats thing yeah jake yeah, henry yeah. taught it to me um but it's the worship drumming it's it's all the tom stuff and it's i don't even know how to but it's just it's so much going on and i feel like it's less it's less just groove and more kind of free flowy and that's where i just kind of lose it and i also well so i a little off topic but another thing about me is i played (laughs) soccer since i was like six um pretty athletic i was Thinking about going D1, and my coach wanted to push me there. D1? I, D, he did. He, no wa- he wanted me to try out for some – and I was like – I don't know. I wasn't necessarily feeling it. At that same time, it was COVID, and stuff started to get shut down. Um, <laughs> as I slashed <laughs> down to talk to the mic. Stuff started to get shut down. Our season was getting shut down, and that's when I really got into the worship side of things and wow. really playing yeah. at church. Um, and I just kind of – felt like I wasn't supposed to play soccer. I also didn't feel like paying to go to a D1 right, school. Yeah. Travel um, soccer team, stuff like that. Yeah, and even the tra- – oh, my like... goodness. It was so expensive. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah. So I am ambidextrous, which is one of the things that um, – that was a skill that really helped in soccer. Um, but I think I actually favor my left foot just a little bit. So mm. when I'm playing drums, I want to play the kick with my left foot. Hmm. Like, I want to, the first time I ever sat down at drums, it made more sense to me to put the hi-hat on the right side hmm. and play the kick with my left. And it's a little difficult for me to play drums with my right foot on the kick because right. my brain just, I don't know, it just doesn't work. Well, they do have left-handed kits. I mean, like, would you be able to do the arms, though? That, and that's the thing. Like, I don't I don't think so because I'm right-handed. That's just so, so then like, it would be weird, uh, right, yeah. Twisted up. Yeah. So I don't know. I've given it a try and I haven't really, I bought an electric set like a year ago and have Mm -hmm. practiced on that um, mainly just for fun and Mm -hmm. to goof around on. Um, But yeah, I forget where I was going with all that, but those are the instruments I play. That's how I'm tied in uh, to the worship side. I play weekly um, here in our youth group and then CLA youth. Youth. We have seriously such a good team of musicians. We, we We really do. Like we are, we are blessed like exponentially back here um as far as the leadership in total i mean yeah it's just yeah it's next level yeah we're we're really in a great spot um a place that i haven't seen it be in a while Mm -hmm. uh so it's it's really cool to be a part of for sure right um and we'll dive deeper into a little bit uh like who the team is and what their roles are but that about sums it up for who i am for the most part yeah quinn Tell me about yourself. Yeah, for sure. Well, I love hearing about you, Tanner. I love, oh, I love hearing thanks, that. Man. I didn't even know the soccer thing. I didn't even know you were going to go to really Yeah, I didn't. But um, now I do. And that's what this podcast is for. Right? Yeah. It's for learning. <laughs> Understanding <Wow>. each other. <laughs> it's amazing. But uh, yeah, my like Tanner said, my name is Quinn. Um, I'm 25 years old. I also attend CLA. I grew up in this church and it has provided so many opportunities for like understanding leadership, understanding worship and understanding production. Um, 
I, I started playing drums back in the fourth grade. I'm a drummer mm. um, by trade, and, and it, it's, we, my, it's my... We work perfectly together. Yeah, yeah, I've played with the keys a little bit, but other than that, you know, I'm just like hardcore drummer. Mm -hmm. I just focus on that. Um, and like you said, worship drums are a different beast. They're just very dynamic. It's very yeah. like um, kind of hills mm -hmm. like you know it's it's you start soft go loud go soft <laughs> again it's you know it's it's that back and forth with drumming um but yeah i it took me a long time to learn that that flow of things um as a just going into years of playing with the worship team here pastor christian who's mm -hmm. the worship uh leader here he yeah. he gave me plenty of opportunities to kind of step into that um, spot and and have opportunities he put me on the main service when i was like maybe 15 16 like wow. i was i was young and so like f looking back knowing him and like where where his expectations are it was it was an honor for sure that he he gave me that opportunity to grow and really push myself further in drumming yeah. but the reason i start with my instrument is because I didn't really have a focus on production growing up. Mm -hmm. I was just so immersed in the worship that the production world kind of found itself in my in my yeah. lap. You know, and what the I mean? production worship world—I mean, they go hand in hand. They do, which is why, obviously, the title of the podcast is like: when you're in one world, you just naturally learn so much about the right. other because they work so closely together. Yeah. I mean, you could be a, a video guy, but not know a thing about instruments and you step into the worship world. You're going to, you're going to know, you're going to learn some things about music mm -hmm. theory, whether it's rhythm or whatever, you know, same thing goes the other way. So I learned, I started learning back in like high school, how to wrap up chords, you know, over yeah. under, stuff over like under. That. Yes, sir. And, and just helping wrap up the night whenever we're doing like a special event that's at, not, you know, we don't have to keep the setup that we always have, mm -hmm. um, stuff like that. Um, and, and just opportunity after opportunity of, of helping with the mics, helping in kids town, which is our, our kids ministry. Um, <clears throat> they would need help with sounds and lighting a little bit. And I was probably trash, you know, I had no <laughs> idea what I was doing because I was young and, and they were like, Hey, go back there and run sound, you know? Um, but it was it was an opportunity that got me behind a, a soundboard, behind a light board, and, and just got to like mess with the faders and and, yep. and, and learn what it looked like. That's how we all start. And yeah, it's just a compile of, of information. So um, yeah, where I'm at now, uh, I am at a video LED video wall company mm -hmm. uh, called Refresh LED. Uh, they're really well branded. You you might if you know much about video walls it's definitely one of the names that are on the top of the list yeah. um and it's it's just so great it's uh very very focused on building the kingdom mm -hmm. um, which i love about refresh it is so focused on advancing the kingdom through providing resources for churches it's, it's not about the money it's it's about the mission um, yeah. And it's such a cool thing. But I've only been there since September, and I've, I've gathered so much new knowledge on, mm -hmm. on the world of video um, that I, I didn't yeah. know existed, really. You know, um, it's, it's just amazing what these things can do nowadays. Uh, most people think when they think LED walls, they're thinking those signs on the side of the highway <laughs> or like yeah. a stadium, like, yep. you know, scoreboard in a stadium. But there's so much 
that 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 these things can do from lyric strips to side elements like columns yep. to i mean we, we got a job coming up where it's going to be a cube with a roof that so it's going to cool. be yeah and it'll be like 3d images kind of coming it, it, like just the way that they project the video it looks like it's coming outside of that box that's and crazy it's just amazing what you can do um yeah. <clears throat> another instance that it's used is uh, the Mandalorian, that show, mm-hmm. uh, the Star Wars show, it, they used curved screens for the entire background of the show. The entire thing really? is filmed in front of an LED wall. Yeah. Holy smokes. So it's just like, it's amazing what you can do with this stuff. And, and I feel like this world is only scratching the surface of kind yeah. of feeling it out, mm-hmm. you know? So the potential is limitless. And, and as we talk in this podcast and kind of discuss the things that I work with, the, the, the products that both of us work with Tanner mm-hmm. and I uh, like we're just going to look to the future and really see yeah. where is this stuff going and like how are we as people going to be able to use that to advance the kingdom build Absolutely. the kingdom so it, it's just exciting to look at you it know is. yeah yeah but that's that's kind of me that's that's where I'm at I'm with refresh right now I'm learning I'm very new to be honest but that's why we're doing this so yeah. that we can learn and grow and and get a deeper understanding. Yeah. So. No, absolutely. I can speak. Refresh makes some great panels. Um, at my work, we use refresh panels when we're out on uh, doing like rentals and stuff like that. We yeah. have a sixteen by nine uh, refresh wall. Which you guys did a trailer for a parade just recently. That that we did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So we did a. Okay, I'm learning. And gaining my understanding that we need new mic stands. <laughs> <laughs> We're slowly going down. First things first. But no, we got an opportunity to – so the city of Harrisburg reached out to us about a quote for a stage and a small PA for mm-hmm. the Christmas parade that they were doing around town. Yeah. And we're like, all right, how about this? We will give you the stage. We will donate what? all the production that you need for this in exchange for – a, I believe it was the first or second tier sponsorship level that you would typically buy into. Right. Um, so we'll, we'll donate to you the production and we would like to be, uh, I forget which level sponsor it was, um, but that level sponsor got a float in the parade, wow. which is really, really cool. So um, we have a 24 foot long flatbed trailer mm-hmm. that we mm-hmm. use to haul our lifts and stuff like that when we're doing installs. Um, so we built a truss square, like a truss cube. Right, so, right. um, four, we had to do like eight foot uprights to clear the traffic lights. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of math went into it, like yeah. figuring out <laughs> like how, figure. how high the trailer was and then how high we could put stuff off. And then the video wall was rigged on the truss. So it was standing like mm-hmm. six or eight inches above it. So we're like, Oh, hopefully we don't go under any bridges or anything. Yeah. Obviously we looked at the route and, <laughs> and we weren't going to, um, but we built this cube. Put a LED strip, kind of like a jumbotron-like mm-hmm. design, all the way around, right. um, which was super cool. On that, like, strip, because it was just one panel, one panel, just mm-hmm. all the way around. Um, we did advertisements for both ourselves and a. I forget what the name of the company was, but they were like it was a music. Uh, they just dropped an album or something like that. Uh, but it was like joy to the Berg. So it was all about Harrisburg mm. and it was just promoting the city. And that's honestly what the whole parade was about was promoting Harrisburg city and just having a good time. Um, so we did that. 
uh, I designed some of the atmospheric and lighting mm. on it, which was just, I actually don't know if we did a whole lot of lighting, but we did snow machines. Um, and if oh, any of you are familiar, I'll, I will probably drop a lot of uh, um, model numbers on you guys because that's <laughs> how my head thinks. But number guy. Yeah, uh, so we had two Antari S500s um, and then one Antari S100. Um, and so the S100 was shooting off the back, and then the S500s have the PM1 pan motors, and oh. we put those on the sides, and they just rotate back and forth, but they're like cannons. So they just shoot snow, and they pan back Bigger and flakes forth. Bigger flakes or no? Uh, so all adjustable. Both oh, of them. So, so we made it adjustable, way. we made it small, and they just went everywhere. So it was this Amazing. trailer that had LED wall with signage around the top and it was throwing snow everywhere. And keep in mind, this is like the middle of December. So right. we're all in the Christmas mood. Um, but the coolest part is we had live entertainment on the float. We got wow. some guys, their name, or well, the last name is Dandy. They're brothers. Uh, and they actually attend the church, uh, Christ community, which is right down the road. Right. From the CLA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We use uh, their van a lot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so they came, they are fantastic. First of all, let me say they've, they, um, he actually played a semi hollow Gretsch mm. and then the other guy just sang and oh my goodness, their rendition on some of the Christmas songs, it was beautiful, wow. but they, they performed a live performance, the entire route of the parade. Wow. So as we drove around, they're just like walking on the back of this 24 foot flatbed trailer, yeah. kind of decked out like a stage doing a live performance. Um, super cool opportunity. Mm. Um, but like, yeah, the walls functioned great. Um, they looked amazing, super mm. bright, uh, especially in the daytime like that outside. Yeah. Clear as day. Um, I do apologize. I mean, we got them soaked with snow fluid. Um, <laughs> it we, is what it is. It is what it is. Those are our outdoor panels though. So they that, are. That it's yeah. built for that. Mm -hmm. It's really good. Um, one thing you guys actually provided me a learning opportunity with that because, um, I don't know if you had a hand in the troubleshooting, but you guys laid they were rectangle panels. Mm -hmm. So you laid them sideways so that the longer side was up. Yep. Um, uh, the, they're designed for the shorter side to be up. So we, we, I think vice versa, vice versa. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah they're so they're 500 by a thousand panels and they're meant to be a thousand high and 500 wide. Right, or at right, least that's correct. the typical installation of these panels. Right. Right. Yeah. So instead it was a thousand wide and 500 mm -hmm. high. Um, and I, along with my service manager shane <laughs> we we worked through figuring out on the nova lct program which is is what launches and and kind of runs the nova star processors that we use we use the vx 1000 yep. um but but uh, just learning in that software how to turn an image 90 degrees mm -hmm. so that we can make your image look great and yeah. so so what we basically did was like it we essentially made uh, your your wall like it was standing straight up, like yes. one one rectangle standing on top of each other, ten high or however mm -hmm. long it was, and we just turned the picture ninety degrees so yep. it landed in there. And it was a lyric strip or or was it graphics or? Uh yeah, graphics. Yeah yeah, so that was a fun opportunity for me. It's it's cool how our you know our businesses clash like that. It is. Yeah. No, I was a part of the troubleshooting. We were in the shop. We had it all built in the shop and then we were testing it out and we were running into some problems, not figuring out how mm -hmm. to flip the panels. And we're like, they have to be able to be flipped. There's right. no way they can't be flipped. Right. Like, what if you want? And I mean, 
not to mention the fact that like literally there's mounting for them to be in that orientation. <laughs> right. So it's like, all right, they have to be able right. to. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the, I mean, the whole reason we did that was like I said before, was to clear the traffic lights. <laughs> yeah, we couldn't we couldn't have the panel being so high. Mm-hmm. Not to mention the fact that we would have needed double the amount of panels around if we laid them right. in the five hundred wide orientation. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that was a super cool, super cool learning experience. But we did we got it turned around, and yeah, it was man. awesome. It was that's a fun time. that's great. It's 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 so like it's so cool to see just production come to life. You know. It starts with like a dream of what you think you could see. And like you just did the youth center lights out here. Mm-hmm. Um, we're in the youth center, by the way, doing this oh, podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but but you you just did these lights out here. And, mm-hmm. you know, in your head, you probably drew it out before you put it together. Oh, yeah. And and it's just that coming to life of your creative freedom. You know? Yeah, which is one of the things, honestly, I love most about my job is I have so much freedom when I design you know live event rigs when i design um we're talking now we are so i don't personally know the band um but shine down okay so they're going on tour um with a couple other of those like rock bands and i completely forget their names i'm not a big rock guy is corn one of them (laughs) no (laughs) i don't think so it's um oh i was emailing the lead singer the other day I forget. Oh, from from ashes to new mm. is on the card as well. And then there's okay. one other band, um, but they kind of reached out to us, and we're in the midst of designing just totally creative um, ways to incorporate video wall and lighting and deck wow. packages uh, because they have 15 minutes to get their deck package on and then 15 minutes to get their deck package off before the next band comes on and loads on their deck package so you had talked earlier about like columns with the led walls and we'll probably be using refresh walls um what we're doing is we're getting truss base plates with 10 foot high truss mm-hmm. uh, mounting a column of led wall in the front uh, which just obviously it'll all be wired and then you just wire in on the back and then link to the next column uh, and we're welding uh, wheels on these base plates uh. so that they can tip it everything can be built off stage they tip it back Ooh. wheel it onto the stage set the column where it needs to be the other thing is they're playing in different venues um, all the way from arena and like stadiums to like just mid-size you know live event venues right. in the area yeah. um, and I mean they I think they have 52 something shows throughout the next couple months um, all over the country so but all different sizes so the columns allow you to be able to place them wherever you want like right. if you've got yeah. a shorter stage maybe your led wall idea wasn't going to work it's only mm-hmm. going to work for this venue well the columns allow i mean the columns are really close you can spread the columns apart mm-hmm. and then being on wheels makes it efficient because instead of wa- dewiring and taking all that apart on stage when you only have 15 minutes mm-hmm. crank back wheel it off stage and you can do everything after yeah, um, which is that's been super cool. But no, I really do love the freedom that I get designing live events and also like in- integration um, during COVID. Obviously, live events shut down and that's what Spirit did. We were a live event company, still right. are at the heart. Um, we had to adapt to find a way to stay afloat. Right. Um, and one of, of the things that our owner did not want to do, he did not want to have to do any pay cuts. He didn't want to have to lay anybody off and he didn't. Um, that's and great. It's in- incredible that he was able to do that. Uh, but one of the ways we did that was switching our whole business model to now doing integration and wow. 
all of that is at churches. We are 90% of our integrations are at churches. Um, and that is like what Refresh does is we're there to use the church's resources uh, and use our skills to give them the best um, like production that they can do right. um, and that they can afford. And through COVID, the biggest thing was streaming. Right. Um, yeah, every, yeah. Everybody started streaming. Everybody needed streaming systems. So that's what we installed. I can't tell you the amount of ATEM minis <laughs> I've installed in churches all over the place. Yeah. Um, but recently, as we kind of are getting out of this and back into live events, lots of the installs we're doing are fairly large. Um, and just being able to design light rigs, just like I do here in the youth center, right. I just have all this freedom. And I can think about all this stuff. And then, but when I actually get in the room and start to do it and see it come to life, it's just so cool because it's like, man, that's, that's exactly what I was thinking. That's how I wanted it to work. And look, it is, it's doing exactly what I thought. And that's why we do it, right? That's That's why you do it. It's amazing. It's so cool. I would, you just brought up the COVID thing and it made me think like, it was kind of the time for the church to have like an arms race. Like they kind of like all were growing a stream at the same time Mm -hmm. and everyone was like, and it wasn't a race, you know, it wasn't one against another, but um, like, it was just funny that, that it kind of turned inward instead of that outward um, production and just see how the, the, the world has changed with that. Yeah. uh, The world of production, Mm -hmm. especially, you know, it it was crazy during that whole time watching. I mean, the term arms race all like perfectly describes it because yeah. that's what it was. Like all of the, not a lot of churches had streaming at that point in time. Obviously, yes, there were some, there were, well, a good amount, the big mm-hmm. churches had it, but like, I mean, we're doing like streaming systems in churches of, you know, maybe they have a congregation of like 50 people. Right. And it's all because they want to reach people who aren't at church, whether that's because of COVID or because of other reasons, they want to spread the word. And that's what we want to help aid them yeah in the best that they can the best that we can Mm -hmm. and which has just been super cool opportunity but yeah like i i mean i've done the same not the same but a streaming install at the same church like three or four times over covid as they up as they now this is a larger church but as they upgrade stuff it's just like oh yeah here's another streaming system because not only did we grow as a church Mm -hmm. and as a production company the manufacturers oh yeah like look at black magic right it, it's almost too early. Like I love black magic. I love what they're doing. Uh, their new constellation line for their video switchers it, j- for the price is blowing me away. Yeah. I am just, it's, yeah. it's unreal. Um, <laughs> and, but they're, they're also racing to put out the best product. And you saw that happen, at least looking back on it now, it's like, man, look at those three years. Like, look, look where we started. Right. And look where we're at now. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Like, holy smokes. Yeah. It's crazy. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's, I mean, an arms race. Yeah, I mean, it's the same thing. You can look at the video processors in the same way. I mean, with the VX series that we use as our standard now, well, we have a new one coming out. It's the, uh, well, we have the M controls. Mm -hmm. And then in that line, there's MX or something like that Mm -hmm. that's coming out. It's it's like their newest product coming out soon. And it can do, essentially one processor can do six vx 1000s worth of work in in one processor it's like it's over a million pixels worth of capacity Um, the ports is like up to 40 i think like it's just insane what what, so now uh, so the max capacity on a vx 
six or VX one thousand mm-hmm. um, is three point nine million pixels, and that's over all ten outputs. Yeah, yeah. So I'm sound. I'm I'm clearly showing my inexperience. <laughs> I know that it's worth six VX one thousands. I'll bring this to the next week's podcast. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's 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 looking really cool, and their software to control it, um, VCAN. Uh-huh. Uh is just next level too. That's when crazy. you look at Smart LCT or Nova LCT, mm-hmm. just just the way that it operates, it's so much more user friendly. So is it not a Nova Star product? Uh, it is a Nova. It Star is a Nova Star. Pro- yeah, yeah. Okay. So it's the it's their new line coming out. Um, yeah. But yeah, I wish I, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, I. That's I, why we're doing it. I'm, I'm looking forward to hearing more about that next week. Obviously, so. I don't do a ton with that kind of video stuff. Definitely not the video wall. We have a member of our team who does um, a lot of that, and he knows that way better than I do, which is why he does it, and I don't do it, so I don't necessarily have to know. I know right. enough to be dangerous. Um, Oof. But, yeah. <laughs> no, that's that's crazy because I, I'd be one – or I guess my question about that would be um, – Obviously, the Nova Star, the VX6, or the VX1000 right now, mm-hmm. the total output is deemed by its number of like physical cat outputs, which I believe is 10. And each output has a max of a certain number of pixels that equals 3.9 million. Right. I'm not going to do math on the podcast um, because I'll probably get it wrong. Right. So you, I know you can do <laughs> up to 23 data lines on a 2.9 panel. Uh, I do the configuration charts. So uh-huh. that's. It's up to 23 data lines um, with 2.9s and then 17, I think, on 3.9s. Okay. That makes sense. So, yeah. Yeah. So I'd be interested to see if the reason that it can do as much as six times the amount of a VX6 or VX1000 is because it has more outputs or are those outputs more capable? Right. Yeah, I know the receiving cards, like the cards within the the um, thing, is souped up. It's like it's next level. That's crazy. Um, but there is more ports as well, from from oh, my memory. Okay. I'm going off of like one day. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Our chief technology <laughs> officer just like ran through like um, all that he knew about it. So yeah, yeah, he's a wizard when it comes to it, and I, I'll probably get information from him on that. Sweet, sweet. Can't wait to hear about. I'll it. Bring it back to y'all. Oh, please, so. I'm excited. <laughs> yeah. Man, this is great. I'm so excited for what this podcast is going to become and, and where I'm, it's going. I'm stoked. I'm I'm just stoked. Yeah. It's going to be so much fun. It's going to be great. Well, to all you listeners who are out there wondering, what is, you know, I, I've been I've been waiting for a production podcast all this time. Is this really the one? We're yes. here to answer you. Yeah, Tanner, tell them. <laughs> yes, it is. Yes, it is. <laughs> it is the one. So tune in. We're going to be doing, what, are we doing weekly? Are we doing bi-weekly? I think we're going to try to do weekly. Yeah, we that's, the, that's the goal for yeah, now, right? That's the goal. So. Um, obviously, we'll see with the both of us. Um, I know I've got a lot going on in my personal life. Right, life um, goes up and down. And so, Like a fighter jet. Exactly. <laughs> Full circle. <laughs> Full circle. Um, so we will definitely aim for weekly, um, which will be super cool. Yeah. Um, and we want to we want to ask questions. We want to have specific like dive it deep into like which microphone's best, which yeah, which light you know does what exactly. <laughs> yeah, today was definitely more of a open ended podcast, um, open ended conversation. Lots of off topic like rambling, which I promise you there will be more of 
Um, oh, one hundred percent. We're too ADHD yeah, to don't, stay on don't, topic. Don't don't think that that's going away. But we definitely do um, in the future want to get more specific, and we want to answer your guys's questions. Yeah. So if you have questions, hopefully our goal is by next episode, episode two, we're going to be making an Instagram for Woo. the podcast. Come on, somebody. Yes. So DM us your questions once we make that Instagram. Um, we'll let yeah. you know maybe next podcast or the one after that, what the what the ad is mm-hmm. for that Instagram. But please DM us your questions. We want to hear from you guys. We want to answer your questions um, between our experiences and you know what we're involved in. Uh, we can definitely get answers for you guys. Yeah. Um, and our desire to learn more. Yeah. You know? Like we yep. want we want the questions not only so that you guys can learn, but mm-hmm. so that we can learn. You yeah. Know? If if you don't want to take the time to learn, just ask us. We'll take the time to yeah. learn for you. And we'll just bring you the And answers. we'll just come back. Like with, a Google. Exactly. Pretend we're like a worship production Google. That's beautiful. Yeah. New missions. <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm kidding. But no, it is going to be a great time. I'm super excited. Um, Do you have anything else? I don't think for this week. I think think we're excited to to get this thing launched. Yeah. It's just, yeah. It's going to be an awesome, an awesome journey. Um, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. So. Well, we will see you guys next week. Thanks for tuning in. And if you have any questions, DM. Oh, yeah. All right. See you guys. Have a great week in the Lord. We out.